1: Welcome to my favorite murder. The mini We'll reread your stuff back to you. <sighs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not a problem. Stop worrying. Stop acting like everything is a fucking problem that we do. We've got, we'll take care of you. Look, we've always let you down before. <laughs> You know time. that you can't rely on us. You can't count on us. You, we don't know what
0: we're talking about. Everything we say is false. So why are you panicking now? So what's the problem now? You should have done it like well, six months ago. Yeah. So here's what's amazing. Uh,
1: last time, uh, someone told a story. How did this happen, Steven? Someone episode ninety seven. But right? it was a minisode, right? Minisode. No, so. it was a false philosode, <laughs> philosophical sode. <laughs> And this <laughs> is a Phyllis Diller show, uh, right, Stephen? And okay, it was a full episode, and someone said something about something in the walls. Was right, it me? I it think was me. We went on. Yes, you started
0: it, and then we began to discuss finding things in right. walls. I told the story about Katie Neuberger's house, um, things in walls. Yes. So basically, Stephen had this great idea to. Wasn't it your idea to ask for people to send us uh, Hometowns of stuff in walls Right it was yours Stephen
1: No I feel like it was a group effort I mean I guess I should take the <sighs> Good, I should Good take
0: move the- the, the consummate politician Yeah, You
1: should take credit? Was that the last thing i was going to say? Thing oh, I'm pretty huge sure we ha- yeah. Okay, fine, I'm deleting the text where you asked uh, <laughs> And we're all let's And it never pretend, happened It was a team effort We need to start doing more team building I would like to do trust falls at the end of this episode Please, really let's get into The circle of trust <laughs> Surround yourself By a listen okay so wait, what happened oh yeah we don't know put stuff in walls and we were like why don't you t- everyone do you have weird story or photos tell us what you found in walls exactly we're in love with that and it's our dream and and what i what was awesome is at right after steven posted the
0: episode the next day it started immediately yeah. and somebody start somebody said and, and i have one here but there are so many good ones that i i would like to just say this quickly somebody came and said we opened a wall and there tons of razor blades came out right and then someone else this was a real-time thing that happened on twitter and someone else came in and said in the 20s that's how they used to dispose of razor blades your your uh, medicine cabinet that got set into the wall had a little hole where you were supposed to put the razor blade like space. into this like a little spot it was like dispose of razor blades here Why? and it just went into the wall that doesn't make any sense steven has a photo yeah but that was like Holy you know shit. that's how they did shit back in the day oh my god just piles and Piles oh, of old razor blades that's laying there. Creepy. So if you've ever had that happen to you, there's it. There's an explanation, and I just love that we have listeners that yeah. immediately are like. Let me tell you a little something about medicine cabinets in the twenties. Okay, <laughs> fucking facts. Uh, I love pointless facts. We love them. So credit to Kim M. Thanks, Kim M. For educating us on that. So I didn't mean to like, you know, that was a great one, too. But that just kicked us off. Okay. And now, Stephen, he's got some stories. Do you want me to go first? Oh, you go first. Okay. I'm all sitting up and ready. I know. Um, because I really did love this one. So it's, hi, ladies. Love you both. And you're amazing, et cetera. Boom. We're, we're in. <laughs> love you, too, for writing it that way. Right. My grandfather bought an old Victorian hotel in Ireland in the 1970s. Awesome. Attached is a picture of the hotel in its heyday. Let's see that picture.
1: Cute. yes you can uh, find these photos on twitter and instagram ama- it looks amazing sepia toned it's everything you want out the of hotel Ireland. is sepia tone yeah the whole
0: that whole neighborhood they painted everything sepia tone um just to give you it, it was, this picture is from 2011 but it's sepia toned, so it feels old um that's not true okay so it had about 20 bedrooms and at the beginning before it opened my dad's family lived in there um about six months after about six months, one of my uncles, who was six or seven at the time, was playing and slammed hard mm. into a wall. Mm-mm, head injury. Uh, <laughs> it broke, the wall broke, revealing another room, which had been sealed <gasps> up. Once my grandfather broke the wall down, they found
1: an empty room with only a trunk inside, and when they <laughs> opened the fucking... Wait. Oh. Uh, what? I just want to savor this moment, like, where I'm so excited and I don't know yet. Okay. Okay, when they... Okay, go ahead. When they opened it, they it
0: had a fucking skeleton inside. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. And then the next sentence, an actual human skeleton. What the fuck? <laughs> an actual It's human an actual skeleton. human
1: skeleton. <laughs> and the jaw was going,
0: ah, ah! no. Uh, granddad's photo was in the local paper and it was a really big deal in this rural Irish town. <gasps> when the police looked into it, it turns out a doctor had lived there Ow. years before and it was his
1: office prop. Ow. Ow. I mean, still, how fucking rad. Like, no, that whole experience. Like, what else do you want it to be? Nothing. Anything else is disappointing. No, you're right. But it's not as fun. It's. You don't want someone to have been terribly
0: murdered and then sealed up into a secret room. Absolutely not. Of course you don't want that.
1: But, but, but we're trying to tell stories here. This is my favorite murder. Look. Listen, uh, listen, listen. I got I was short on I was I, late. I was trying to hold
0: for you and then I had to move on. <laughs> um Granddad was so disappointed. <gasps> He's an old Irish murderino. Oh, my God. Granddad was so disappointed and always would tell the story to people when they would come to the hotel. Oh, I love it. They're like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, and then she wrote OG murderino. Oh, my God. Nice. SSDGM,
1: Lara. Thanks, Lara. That's Laura. That's a good one. hmm This is how cousin Doris ruined her life by finding treasure. <gasps> treasure. Yeah. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pets. I'll be honest, after listening to you guys for close to two years, I'm both thrilled, I'm both thrilled to finally have a story for a mini category and pretty terrified of screwing this up. Uh-oh. All right, Kathleen, don't screw this up. You better fucking nail this, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> cousin Doris was actually my dad's cousin, so she's probably my second cousin or something like that. Yes. In the 1950s, she lived on a farm with her husband out in the sticks of Pennsylvania. Late one night, a friend of theirs stops in and asks him to hang on to a box for him. Yes,
0: no problem. Won't look inside at all.
1: Absolutely, fucking We'd love to have that box. Give it here. Give it over. He'll be back to get it in a little while. Doris and her husband put the box on a top shelf in the closet and forget about it. Without Ugh. even looking at it. Yep. Better person than I am. Oh, I bet it's his hat or... <laughs> his hat box. It's his old check stubs. <laughs> About two years later, Doris is wrestling around in that closet and knocks the box over. Mm -mm. It falls to the ground and bursts open to reveal cash. Cash? Uh More cash than Doris has ever seen in her life. She and her husband go on a shopping spree. She buys furs and he buys a beautiful Packard convertible.
0: Wait, wait. How many years later? Sorry.
1: Two years later. So it's like 1950, whatever.
0: Yeah, but where's the guy? They're just spending the guy's money? Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's only one problem I think that they were just like fuck it yeah cash it's been two years nobody can prove that we did or didn't have this cash it's right. that's the problem with cash uh, there's only one problem they live in a tiny rural town everyone knows their business and everyone super duper knows that they have no legitimate reason to have that <laughs> much money <laughs> the authorities get involved and actually and eventually piece together that the friend who disappeared had robbed a bank hidden the money at Doris's house then accidentally fucked off and died <gasps> so, uh, it's horrible. Let's so go ahead. Well, I was just going to say so, if they had played it right. Yeah. You never buy a fur. Or don't a convertible. B- First of all, you don't need a fucking fur unless you live in the mountains. Yeah. Y- yeah. Just if move out of Pennsylvania.
0: Just. But you could go, you could move somewhere. Yeah. Or you could just buy small, nice things. Right. Every time you go to the drugstore, a new pair of hose. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Go to Sephora and do like a $250 sweep. No one, nobody's exactly. the wiser.
1: The, the, the point is to be, uh, responsible with the money you've stolen. <laughs> yes. Please be <laughs> a pra- practical, uh, thief, thief right. and criminal. Yeah. Like, of course not. Okay. Just use your head. ba 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 ba. Uh Doris and her husband are convicted of aiding and abetting, receiving stolen goods, etc. She does 18 months either in prison or jail. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Except here's the sad twist. Oh. Doris was in her mid-twenties at the time that this happened. While she was locked up, she started hearing voices and being bothered by people no one else could see. Oh. Nowadays, we understand that, that, that the onset of schizophrenia is pretty common in a woman's 20s, mm-hmm. but as far as my family was concerned prison drove her nuts well yeah we called her crazy cousin doris until we understood that that was not a cute nickname no which probably took way longer than it should have She got divorced pretty soon after getting out of prison and moved to California and spent the rest of her life reading magazines about aliens. Hell yes. At least she was happy about the little gray men, not creeped out by them. Stay sexy, don't get murdered, and be careful of free cash, Kathleen. Am I crazy, Cousin Doris? Because that (gasps) sounds like a dream life. (laughs) Reading magazines? In fur coats. (laughs)
0: And But also sitting in a convertible. Right. You know how much you love your fur coats. Karen. Oh. Is it my turn? It's your turn. And the subject line is when I was in a cult, we lived in a former crack house with random hidden treasures.
1: Oh, my God. Read this to me slowly. And it just says salutations.
0: <laughs> I grew up really poor, primarily because my parents were part of a very restrictive, quote, religious organization, a.k.a. apocalyptic cult. Oh, honey. And while they didn't make us all live in a compound, they did dictate when my father could work. Uh, no Saturday work. And no, my mom fair. was supposed to be the Stepford wife. No work at all. Fuck that. My d- <laughs> right. My dad was in construction and money was tight. This resulted in our family living in some pretty interesting houses. But by far, the former crack house was the best. My parents didn't announce that the house was a former crack house. <laughs> but as I got older, I put two and two together. Not only was there tons of furniture and other belongings everywhere in the house when we moved in... It also had tons of children's stuff and Polaroids of children labeled blackmail picture. What? Uh-huh. There's a child finding these pictures. What the fuck? I wanted to leave this next detail out, but my husband insists that it be told. Absolutely. <laughs> married it. the right man. Yes, yes. And he and he's the right man for us. Yeah.
1: That's what matters. That's what we meant. <laughs> that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> um In the hallway, someone had knocked a hole in the wall, and that hole was full of used hypodermic (gasps) needles. Uh Uh-huh. My dad patched it up, and we
1: went about our (laughs) lives. (laughs) Someday we're going to get a... That's what we found in the wall story. It's going to be hypodermic needles. Yep.
0: And it's going to... We have. Then we'll have to come right back to this episode. Okay. It's kind of like the shaving razors in the wall, but more disgusting. Yeah. I've always wondered if anyone ever discovered them. Anyway... And that's what we were just us talking about us too us too Samesies. anyway in the backyard there was a shed that was filled with porn mags and strangely beautiful antiques what? <laughs> i mean which one's the other who can say i have two passions in this life <laughs> filthy porn and old lamps uh we were only renting this crack den so my mom said we weren't supposed to throw anything away and that we couldn't go out there but i thought it was hilarious to have all that porn and regularly got in trouble for bringing friends over to partake in the fun Fuck yeah yeah you gotta look at that porn whoops <laughs> after a couple of years living there we discovered that the strip of green shag carpet in my brother's cross uh, closet came up to reveal an outline on the floor, what? we lifted it up and found a room dug out in the crawl space. <gasps> we were too freaked out to explore down there anymore, so we threw a bunch of toys and stuff in it and never spoke of it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love they put stuff on top of it. Yep, I love this family. They're all about denial uh-huh. and and
1: sub su- sublimating everything. Just cover things up. Cover it up. Cover things up. Patch it. Seal it. Away. Someone else's problem in the future. <laughs> <my> Someone else's <laughs> hometown in the future. <laughs> Throw some drywall up over it. Nail it on. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, by accident, one day, I discovered that the broken AC window unit in my room was filled with old newspapers and JFK half dollars. What? That's nutso. That's cool. Money in the air conditioning see because people on drugs oh, yeah. get real nuts and then they're like I have to hide this and they hide it and then they don't Forget. remember where yeah. they put it
1: or why and they think someone stole it and then they kill someone because they think they stole their shit and then they realize they just hid it in the it's fucking just, AC unit hey
0: it's just in the AC unit oh shit know, I you... killed fucking whatever oh, is my best friend Okay, we lived there over five years, and every year we would find more and more stuff buried in the backyard. Dude. Fuck. (laughs) Mostly kitchen items, like wooden spoons. (laughs) What? I gotta hide these wooden spoons. Uh, uh, The government's coming for my spoons. Mm -mm. But also the occasional antique china. I never made it into the attic, primarily because of rats, Jesus Christ, but also because I could see into it from the garage unit via giant holes in the ceiling and it did not look structurally sound. Uh -uh. But I bet there was some cool stuff up there. Eventually my parents left the cult, we moved, but before we did, I made sure to hide stuff around the house (gasps) before we left for some other kids to hopefully find. Oh no. In addition to the crack treasures, whenever I'm in town, I check to see if it's up for rent or sale in case there's a chance we do to do a walkthrough oh
1: my god fun
0: fact when we moved into the next place my sister promptly found a nazi coin in one of the closets sincerely yours ginger
1: if you're like me you're always looking for a story to dive into whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve the key to getting hooked is the details i need rich visuals and intricate storylines and june's journey has that and more murder. And here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again,
0: don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Okay, so the subject line of this one is found in the wall. These never get old for me Amazing Go Hi Karen, Georgia, Stephen, felines and canines Great Oh, that's the first one of that Mm -hmm. Never really thought about the fact that it kind of rhymes First of all, I love the podcast Second Uh of all, I once found some fucked up shit in the wall of an old house (laughs) Here we go Here we go Several years ago, my dad was buying old Victorian houses and fixing (gasps) them up and flipping them Yes Cool, dad So cool You know, before the whole housing bubble burst Oh. Yes, I do know about that Got it oh i was underwater in my own home uh one house he bought needed a bad gut job the dining room was covered in this wonderful 1970s wood paneling and every bedroom had a different incredibly ostentatious wallpaper my dream Uh, please show me 17 pictures of that i love wallpaper. i love wallpaper i love it uh do you remember the store wallpapers to go Oh my god In yes. the 80s, 70s, 80s And you yes. could go down there And they just had a It was like
1: a Store was filled it? with wallpaper on the wall through. It was to go You'd order it to go <laughs> No, but I do And wallpaper Is making a comeback The secret is You get a really Tacky, crazy wallpaper But you only wallpaper One wall with it And yep. you paint the rest Of the walls Like a light You know Complimentary color Yeah Everyone And it becomes Your fascinator wall Follow my design blog <laughs> It's called Wallpapers to go <laughs> by Georgia by
0: Georgia the room I was living in was covered in gigantic blue and lime green flowers 100% on board hard to sleep (laughs) <laughs> While pulling down little, the wood panel, it's aggressive. Yeah, it's like zzz, yeah, yeah, it's like when I, we all, my sister and I, got to pick our paint wall color yeah. um, when we were in the house where I heard the dog outside my bedroom window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted it to be kind of a nice moss, a light moss green. Mm-hmm. It was fucking neon lime oh, green. Shit, to the point where I feel like you know they do those studies where if you paint the walls a yeah. certain color has psychological effects. Yeah, I am one thousand percent. Sure, that it made my experience as a 12 to 14 year old much more painful than it needed to be. Zap that brain of yours. Oof. Okay. Back to whatever this show is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's pulling down the fucking. While pulling down the wood paneling in the dining room, we (laughs) discovered a hole in the wall. My dad comments that it was so lazy of the previous owners to just put paneling over a hole in the drywall instead of repairing it. Mm. But I looked inside (gasps) the hole and it and found a very old manila envelope. (gasps) It wasn't a million dollars inside, but it was two very old eight millimeter film (gasps) rule rolls reels sorry unmarked naturally I assumed it was a snuff film (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't we all so I called a friend that worked at a video production company and asked him what to do with these film reels bring them down immediately I have to know what's on them he tells me love you love you so the next day I drove to his studio and clean and clean the film with cotton and baby oil trying to restore them I think it was supposed to be he cleaned, whatever. My friend told me he, we'd only get one viewing out of them because the film was so deteriorated. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so I call a few more buddies, and we had a screening party. What was on the film? They're all dead now. What? You want to do a guess? What was on the film? Snuff film. Oh, you think it was a snuff film? Yeah. Steven? What do you think was on this film? Mustache? Uh, porn? Just,
1: just childhood memories?
0: No, it was homemade porn. Ah! From the 1960s. Holy shit! Judging by the woman's plastic and unmovable gigantic hair and oh, the man's—that's not what I thought you were saying—and <laughs> uh, the man's impressive mustache <gasps> and the room they were in had gigantic no. floral wallpaper. My bedroom. <laughs> Uh, freak- amazing so good freaked out I returned home and talked to the elderly woman who lived across the street she'd been in her house for about 40 years at that point and I asked her if she remembers the people I described
1: from the film uh-huh. and you she- know they had a giant bush <laughs> she's like oh yeah yeah yeah
0: I know oh, her, Yeah. oh sure she had a giant bush god that thing was big um, I. Uh, she said that in the late 60s, there was a pastor from the local oh. church who lived there. Oh, really? But he wasn't married. So who was the mystery woman? I still have the film reels, but they're so badly damaged, Ugh. they can't really be viewed anymore. Anyway, SSDGM, and always watch mystery films found in walls. Yeah. Annie. Annie. Fuck Annie. Amazing. That was everything we needed to be. I think I would prefer, I mean, obviously, finding money is great. Bloody blah. I think finding f- Two film reels Would make me go
1: insane The thing of We'll only be able To watch this once yes. Is almost con- It's like a It's like from a movie Where you're it like is. Come on It's not a thing So everybody get down here yeah. Call everybody Yeah and then it's exactly what you'd want it to be which is fucking homemade vintage porn
0: homemade porn and if only that pastor knew that in 40 years homemade porn would be a celebrated huge piece of the internet that everybody participated on
1: everyone loves it it's like not even real porn I
0: love it okay hello Karen Georgia Stephen and Animals you mentioned in your last podcast that you were looking for people who found cool things in their walls I didn't find anything murder related but I did find a random assortment of objects my fiance say and i were renovating our basement about a year or two ago and the basement had a horrible decor wood shingles on most walls ew inside inside <laughs> shingles a large native mural of a bird <laughs> wooden arrow on one wall shag kind of carpet of amazing. yeah we found the following items in the walls during demolition uh, black sharpie message, quote, we hope the world is better for you because it sure is fucked up in our time. <laughs> Ron and Brian, December 1976.
1: Oh, my God. And there's a photo. And there's a photo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Sorry, Ron and Brian. Brian and Brian, we got bad news. Yeah. Guess what? You baby boomers are probably the Republicans now. Uh, <laughs> also, it peaked 76.
0: It may have been at the top. Oh my god, that's so good. Let me see. That's the other one. So... Oh my God! So that message, then a blank postcard of a man in a bright pink speedo, chest hair, <laughs> and all. There's that picture. He's so glorious. good, He's amazing. A deck of playing cards featuring naked women from the 70s. Awesome. Um, a pipe with weed stuffed in it. Fuck yeah. A, a wooden dil- dildo that was clearly homemade. What? Wow. Uh, Wood shop. A small Batman figurine. And an ABBA Greatest Hits Volume 2 vinyl record. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for the love. It was great seeing you at the Toronto Live Show, Renee. Oh, my God. I like that. It's so good. Live your life. Okay. The subject line of this is my literal job is finding stuff in walls. <gasps> this is, this is slightly long, but it's really worth it. I am here for it. Hi, Karen in Georgia. Imagine my delight when I realized your obsession with finding shit in walls was very real. Clearly, you were operating on my level of, obs- of obsession, which is basically the doctoral level of finding shit <gasps> in walls. I am director of museums for historic Charleston Foundation in Charleston. Oh my God. South Carolina. Uh, Charleston, that's a whole sentence. As a historian and preservationist in charge of two sites in the historic district, we find, mm. all caps, a lot of shit in walls. Here's the latest and greatest story. One of the house museums I oversee is called the Nathaniel Russell House. It was built by, hey, you guessed it, Nathaniel Russell in nineteen in 1808. Whoa. The original house consisted of an enormous three-story federal mansion, kitchen house, carriage house, work yard, and garden. Russell moved into the house in the spring Of 1808 with his wife, two daughters, aged nineteen and seventeen, and eighteen enslaved men and women. We have owned the Russell House since 1955, and since 1989, much time, funding, and effort has been poured into the study and restoration of the main house. As such, it is a pristine example of the towering wealth of slave owners in the nine early 19th century, whereas the areas inhabited by those 18 enslaved people were used for offices or storage and were not considered essential to the telling of the full history of the house. (laughs) sorry right needless to say that line of thinking has evolved and last year we began an intensive study of the kitchen house to learn more about the lives of those living and working in the kitchen laundry and living quarters between 1808 and 1865 I should add that uh, since very little about the daily lives of enslaved uh, of the enslaved survives in written record it's only through forensic evidence and archaeology that we're able to piece together what life was like even microscopic traces of pink can tell us volumes ah. about a room from 200 years ago ah. we began our study of the kitchen house by assessing the structure and realized that the upstairs living quarters were drywalled in the early 20th century oh, shit. and we could hear voids behind it when we tapped mm. along the walls a, con- a contractor on our team used a very small reciprocating straw to cut a small hole in the drywall and we were astounded by what we found underneath Behind the drywall, perfectly encapsulated, was the original plaster walls of the first period slave quarter quarters, uh, complete with original lime wash. We were amazed since features like this don't survive 200 years of renovation. But as we removed drywall, we realized that practically everything in the room was original to the period of enslavement: plaster, woodwork paint finishes window sashes doors everything as the drywall came down the room transformed and we were looking at the same walls from some uh, from the early 1800s oh my god it was incredible an incredibly emotional day thinking about how everything we could see was built by the enslaved from the bricks and mortar to the plaster and paint and these surfaces hadn't been seen for at least a hundred years this was a living space for enslaved people and probably the only place in the house they could have a moment peace if any it was like a sacred place to say the least so then it gets better oh my god as we rounded the corner and continued to remove drywall we discovered tons of debris packed in between the studs and baseboards well all that shit ended up being the remains of several undisturbed rats nests (gasps) before you freak out finding a rat's nest is like christmas morning for preservationists oh
1: because they take it and run yep
0: we were literally jumping for joy holy shit um rats tend to gather items from a 50 foot radius pack it in there and then pee all over it and thankfully rat pee is a preservative holy shit (laughs) so even if a nest is hundreds of years old the things in it tend to stay intact over many years oh my god they're like tiny time capsules if time capsules were full of gnawed bones mummified rat poop and a shitload of sweet artifacts fun we wasted no time pulling all that shit literally out of the walls (laughs) I'll attach a photo of us coming through through one night rap One of eight rat nests Oh my god So you can see how much debris we are talking about We spent several days painstakingly combing through the debris And removing artifacts We uncovered hundreds of artifacts These fucking rats had straight up stolen From the people living in the kitchen house We found buttons, stockings, marbles Straight pins, a portion of a waistcoat A veil from a bonnet Hundreds of bones from butchered animals They were likely stealing these from the kitchen one floor down We found a small lidded paper box Containing a cake of makeup. Oh, my God. The most exciting finds, however, were two fragments of paper. One was a minuscule bit of newspaper with the name Crookshank on it. My colleague was quickly able to search the historic newspaper database and match it with the di- digitized original, which dated from November <gasps> 1833. Holy shit. It was incredible to know that everything we were looking at was from such an early period. However, it gets better. The most intriguing artifact retrieved from the nest was a tiny fragment of a reading primer. This one... Made us all tear up when we realized what it was. You see, reading and writing was illegal for enslaved people in South Carolina in 1833. Despite this, someone living above the kitchen at the Russell House got their hands on a reading primer and were possibly learning to read and write. Holding the physical evidence of potential resistance was one of the most powerful moments of my career. So that's my touching story of finding shit in walls. The kitchen house restoration is still ongoing. You can come see it when you come to Charleston in September dude and we are in the fundraising period now hoping to fund a full restoration of the kitchen house so it can be put on public view along with the artifacts we pulled out of the walls telling the story the full story of charleston and its complicated and painful past is basically my reason for living at this point so it is important especially in this political climate thank you so much for keeping me company during long hours of cataloging museum objects you guys are the best cannot wait to see you in September SSDGM Lauren.
1: Holy shit, that is incredible. Isn't oh, that amazing? Inc- so, incredible story. If you,
0: the direct, she's the director of museums for the historic Charleston Foundation. So, whenever the historic Charleston Foundation starts that fun, fundraising campaign, I, I, there's nothing I'd love more than to see that that's house. Good, me
1: too. Let's just go knock on that freaking <laughs> we'll house like, door. Hi, hey, can I come in? We'll go there, but we'll be wearing gloves and yeah. masks and booties on our shoes. Totally. Yeah. Um, Steven has the photos. Oh, oh, we'll put them up on Instagram and Twitter and shit. Oh my god, Facebook. That's so much <gasps> stuff. Oh, that is creepy and looks so much fun. Wow, that's like bones. That's very It's like American
0: Indiana Jones
1: um, Can people who are Who work in museums I know like A lot of museums Have their like Their shit That they That they just store That they don't have out Like send us The weirdest thing you have Or the creepiest thing you have Or your the th- your favorite thing That you have in there It sounds like You're trying to rip off Don Wildman's Mysteries at the museum <laughs> Please Essentially Don Wildman <laughs> us
0: We want to get Bite that Don Wildman That's style That's right <laughs> And
1: we want you To Mysteries at the museum Email us Well because there's
0: Nothing more more fascinating than no, it's the real best.
1: the real stuff. Yeah. The real the real which is by the way you should watch the show it's a great show yes however (laughs) we want the ones that don well (laughs) never they can't tell every story yeah it's right we will listen uh send us a whistle send us a wee woo wee woo us at my favorite murder at (laughs) gmail and uh (laughs) send us a whistle (laughs) send us a whistle wee woo at us (laughs) and uh stay sexy don't get murdered Goodbye. goodbye elvis you want a cookie that's right. Yeah. We woo. He just we woo. He wit wooed. We woo.